Hi, and welcome to the Feeling Full Podcast. I'm Mordechai, an entrepreneur and coach who struggled with being overweight for nearly two decades. But since 2012, I've lost 130 pounds and have kept it off. Join me and discover how it's possible and even simple to lose weight with ease without dieting or intense workouts. Emotions are one of the six foundational pillars of sustainable weight loss, and that's what we will be discussing on this episode. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to it. So on this episode, we're going to talk about emotional eating. It's a topic that I spent way too much time in my life thinking about and a topic that I'm actually really excited to share about because there's so much juice here. There's so many great things. You know, it's funny. I'm actually recording this, ironically enough, on the day after Thanksgiving. And, you know, on Thanksgiving, there's been many Thanksgivings where I've, you know, ate way too much by Thanksgiving dinner. Um, whether you're with family or friends, you know, it can be uncomfortable for some of us to say the least. But this year, I did not go to a Thanksgiving dinner just because um, of my quarantine situation. But, you know, for those of you who have, you can probably relate that on Thanksgiving, especially it can be super triggering um, when you're being triggered and you're around food. And that is emotional eating or one layer of it. So, you know, I want to just jump right in today you know, what, what's happening when you're emotional eating? And why is emotional eating so challenging for most people? Whether you struggle with a weight challenge or a food challenge or not, emotional eating is something that you may find yourself doing, right? So what's happening what, when you're emotional eating, right? I'm sure you've told yourself before, I'm not going to have any ice cream, cake or bread, fill in the blank, pizza, you know, fill in the blank here. And then you find yourself, you know, deep into a, a loaf of bread or a pint of ice cream. And you're like, how did I end up here. And then there's the shame and the guilt and the uncomfortable feelings in your body, the being bloated, all that stuff happens. And there's a lot of uncomfortable emotions that you're now feeling or not feeling. And I found myself in that situation way too many times. For decades, I dealt with all my emotions with food. I used to use food to regulate all the uncomfortable emotions in my life. And I want to share a story with you just to kind of give you an idea how is this still relevant in my life, even after losing the weight, I still find myself occasionally deep down in the emotional eating. And I want to share a story with you just to kind of give you a little bit of uh, perspective on, on how I dealt with it. So I was invited by John Gabriel to speak at his retreat at the Omega Institution a couple of years ago. And I was really excited about the opportunity. I've always wanted to share my story and um, like that with people who are struggling. And it just felt really aligned for me to do that. So I went out to the retreat. And, you know, checked into the cabin that I was staying in and everything was going great. And then I went to get a coffee. And at the cafe, there was a bakery type of glass container. And I'm looking at it and I, you see, I saw these amazing pastries. I mean, we're talking, you know, muffins and brownies and chocolate. And I don't know what I was feeling already. Maybe it was the excitement of sharing my story. Or maybe it was the fact that these just pastries looked amazing or I was traveling. Sometimes that happens. But I got the coffee. And I left gracefully, feeling really proud of myself, feeling good, telling myself my mind, we're not even going to get close to that. Next day, meeting some of the people at the event, and I get on stage and I speak, tell, share my story. I felt really great. Like I did a really kick-ass job, you know, and I felt really good about it. And then afterwards, everyone's coming over asking questions, and I just felt, felt really good. And that night, I was in the dining hall, not the cafe, but they had a huge dining hall with hundreds of participants. And I'm sitting there eating my food with a bunch of other people from the retreat. And one of the other coaches was an intuitive eating coach. We got on talking about her approach. And she was telling me 
how great the banana cake was. And I was like, eh, in my mind, started thinking to myself, rationalizing, like, you know, I can eat some banana cake. I can have some banana cake and be in control. I'm at this retreat. They're, they're at this retreat. We're all working on our health. So I decided to have one piece of banana cake. And that turned to two to three to where I was the plate guy and got up and went to the middle of the cafe where the food is being served to get us another plate of banana cake because, you know, the whole table, everybody wanted more. And I did that, which was great. And we all sat around eating banana cake and I just lost it. I could not deal with the cravings. I don't know if it was chemical or the emotions that I was feeling, but I was not feeling great. And I was like, I am going back to that bakery and I'm going to get those cookies. And literally went with everybody to go to the cafe because that's where the hangout is on, on the property. And shortly after everyone moseyed away to bed, I went into the cafe and ordered a few pastries and a few muffins and whatever else I wanted and quickly went back to my room and sat on the porch there and just had them and felt like the biggest fraud. Here I am speaking about the, at, at a retreat about the, you know this holistic weight loss and here I am eating muffins in the dark. And I went to bed feeling really bad about myself, thinking tomorrow's going to be a new day. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to actually analyze and figure out what happened. And woke up the next morning and found myself back at the bakery and continued to eat pastries, bought a bunch of extra pastries. At that point, people saw me and it was just bad news. It was really bad news. I felt really bad and I felt like a hypocrite. So what was happening in those moments? What was happening and what did I learn? You know, after I got back to Brooklyn, it was really hard for me to process everything. I was filled with this positive energy, sharing my story, inspiring people, getting in touch with people that I can support. And then on the other hand, here I am feeling like a complete hypocrite. And what I realized was I felt unworthy of being on that stage. I felt unworthy of what all the attention, all the positive attention that I was getting, I was uncomfortable with it. And, you know, what I am a pro at or have been a pro at in my life is regulating my emotions with food, right? And I really spent a lot of time dissecting this, speaking to mentors and coaches about to try to understand what was happening. And it became really apparent to me that I obviously have some work to do in that area around self-worth. What I've learned here is that regulating our emotions with food, it starts really early on in life. And this is pretty typical for all humans because when we're born, we're often crying as babies and we're being fed. We get fed so, and then we stop crying, right? And in those moments, we're being conditioned that you know feelings and food are very much connected. So it's very normal that feelings and food are connected. It's just having a healthy relationship with that and being conscious of it is really important for us to be able to maintain the awareness and health that we want, right? So society doesn't actually help either, right? If you think about society, the biggest fast food chains and their marketing, right, on TV, on billboards, promising all the good feelings that come with like quick fix products. If you think about like, um, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, right? I love using this example. Um, America runs on Dunkin'. And, you know, you see an ad of somebody eating a donut. They're feeling really good. They're laughing. They're high-fiving. They're with their friends or family or loved ones. And what's happening is the brand is conditioning our mind. I don't know about you, but last time I drove through a Dunkin' Donuts drive through I was getting six donuts and I was eating them all. And like I, there was no laughing and joking. And I know that's branding and I get the whole business behind it. Billions of dollars are spent to get us to associate these food-like products with our feelings. In the moment of me on the stage, right, and feeling unworthy, often what's, what's happening there is it's not the point that I felt super unworthy in that moment. It's the point that unworthiness triggered a whole bunch of other old traumas that were suppressed, that were pushed down, that were not resolved. And what happens is when you're feeling an emotion and you feel out of control, do you ever feel like it's wild, like it's completely out of control and it's the smallest thing to set you off? 
And what's happening in those moments, the domino effect. Just imagine, you know, a garbage can and you're completely out of bags and you take your foot and you push it down, you press down, you press, press, press. So the garbage is like halfway down and now you have enough room, right? Imagine those were your emotions and your emotions didn't get a chance to breathe and your emotions didn't get a chance to be felt. You're suppressing them like the garbage in the garbage can example. And as soon as they do get triggered, they pop right up. There's no way around this. What I learned, you know, over the last two years, which has been really powerful in my own healing is, you know, not feeling your emotions is actually just rejecting yourself. So not feeling your emotions is rejecting who you are. So just by allowing yourself to be with an emotion and to feel the emotion, you're allowing yourself to then accept yourself. And as you accept yourself, all of yourself that's where the healing really begins. That's where the inner work really starts. So really the work here is in all of this and all of your long-term weight loss goals and dreams is to be able to feel the uncomfortable emotions. Now, feeling all the uncomfortable emotions at once isn't something that's extremely easy to do. It can be very triggering to bring up uncomfortable emotions. And I recommend getting some support on this because doing this yourself can be really challenging. So I wanna share a three-step process that has been helpful in my life and maybe it'll be helpful for you too, okay? And, be, and before I do, I just wanna say that if you are finding yourself turning to food and you want you know, this to solve that problem, I encourage you to look at it as a, in a little different light. The way I want you to look at this three-step process is your way of measuring your success and your improvement is not necessarily by how well you do this. It's the fact that you actually did it because no matter if you choose to eat the food after you do this or not, it's been more effective for me to actually just allow myself to feel, to process the emotion. And if I choose to eat the ice cream after, that's okay still. It's not all or nothing here. So the goal is to just start to feel your emotions. And what got me to start doing this work was saying to myself, hey, you know what? If you want the ice cream after you feel the emotion, you can have the ice cream. And if you want to eat, you know, overeat even on fruits or vegetables or nuts, it doesn't have to be ice cream, I'm saying it. But if you want to eat anything, after whatever the food is, just do this exercise. It takes a minute or two first, and then you're able to then go out and eat whatever you want. And a lot of times, I would say 50-50, sometimes I wanted the food and sometimes I didn't. But, but by building the muscle to be able to feel the emotions, over time, I started becoming much more proficient in feeling my emotions and not needing the food afterwards because I was strengthening those muscles. So the three-step process goes as follows. First thing you're gonna do is you're gonna notice that you're being triggered. Just the fact that you notice that you're being triggered is a win in itself, right? Notice that you're being triggered and notice if you're feeling cravings, cravings for foods you know, more intensely than you usually would otherwise if you just wanted to eat something. Second thing is close your eyes. Close your eyes and just name the emotion. So let's say holiday time, let's just call it anxiety. <laughs> so I, I sometimes feel anxious during holiday season. Let's just call it anxiety. And maybe it's joy and maybe it's sadness who knows, whatever it is, there's no judgments here, but just name the emotion that you feel. And in the beginning, when I started doing this, I actually couldn't name very many emotions, maybe 10 emotions I can name or 15 emotions. So there's an actual flywheel with all the different emotions, which I've learned. And uh, over time, by using this, this picture of this image, I'll link it in the notes so you can have that as well. But just name the emotion. The more specific you can be, the better it is. The third thing you're going to do is you're going to feel it on your body. Where is it on your body for at least, you know, 30 seconds, just noticing it, being with it, taking some deep breaths and just being with the emotion and just letting it do its thing, letting it, letting it dissolve. 
And there's a term, you got to feel it to heal it, which I love because that just reminds you, you got to feel it to heal it. There's no quick fix. There's no quick way around this. You got to feel to heal it, right? When I started feeling these emotions, it was actually really, really hard for me to do it. And then over time, with the support of some mentors and coaches, and I'm part of a men's group where we do a lot of emotional uh, feeling. So that's been really helpful for me as well to process my emotions. And that type of work has been the most impactful doing the inner work and the inner journey here. And I just want to say, like, this stuff can be very, it can kick up some dust. If you're not feeling emotionally 100% or not feeling like this is safe for you, I recommend talking to a professional or doing this with a friend first before you start doing it right out on your own. So I want to leave you with one piece of homework, completely optional, of course, which is just take a pen and paper and write down, you know, for one minute, all the situations that come to your mind where you tend to eat foods you don't really want. You may be giving in to strong emotions that you're feeling and trying to regulate them with food. So I want you to think about any situation that comes to mind just for one minute, and then I want you to write down what emotions you think you may be feeling. And like I said, the flywheel of the emotion chart may be helpful, but just doing this for a minute will kind of prep your mind for next time this comes up, you're already gonna have a frame of reference, something to look at, something to actually start to dig in to understand what's happening so you have some way to navigate these situations a a little better. Um, I hope some of this stuff resonates with you. Emotional eating is something that I'm gonna continue to talk about and something that I'm really fascinated with and continue to learn new things. And I look forward to sharing all of those lessons with you and the community um, at large and know that this is a constant work and the fact that you're actually here doing the work is awesome i think it's incredible because the emotional work is where the healing is and i just want to say it's awesome awesome to be on this journey together with you that's it for us today friends thanks for listening do you know someone who's struggling right now if they could use some support please share this episode with them If you want to keep in touch, subscribe wherever you get your podcast or sign up to my weekly emails at feelingfull.com, where I unpack what I'm learning about weight loss and share ways we can all live healthier, more fulfilling lives. Take care, be well, and feel full.